0: Good evening, good evening, happy Friday folks, we are recording an intro for episode 14, oh it's also Friday, Mandalorian time baby, I'm gonna watch the new episode, anyways, we are, I'm here recording a new, like a little intro for the, you know, episode 14, we made it 14 episodes in so far, that's, give yourself a pat on the back Ryan, good job. I mean, we, we're we're doing this. We're really doing this. This is so cool. I am. I'm excited. I feel like I've found my groove as a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. Like, what's up? Holler at me, baby. <laughs> um, I'm, I can't. I can't deal with myself. Um, yeah. So we're episode 14. I am doing a doing a little differently this time. I normally intro someone in on the show when I bring them in, but. Uh, we kind of just went right into it, so I wanted to just give a little background about my guest. So for episode 14, I got to chat with my friend Max Beringer, who is just an incredible human being. He has just such an incredible story, and he just was so vulnerable and awesome on the show that, I don't know, I'm, I'm just so excited about this one. He started out as a blogger on the internet on Tumblr, built this mass following and he you know, started an e-commerce business when he was a young kid, and then through school, and then he lost it all in college due to, you know, he'll get, you'll hear on the episodes, some personal relationships, and basically lost it all and had nothing going, you know? So then, you know, he found new life through yoga and got inspired that way, and just basically re- rewired his brain and mind, you know, was just going through it and then uh, is now the co-founder of a company called Air. I hope I'm saying that right. Air. yeah, out in the Bay Area. And he kind of just packed his bags and moved out there right after college and is just killing it and is, you know, gonna change the world one day. This guy is just incredible. And I can't thank him enough for coming on the show. I mean, he's a very busy guy and is just doing incredible things. I'm just lucky to have someone like that as a friend truthfully like just to be able to text him and talk but um yeah so th- this episode's awesome and i you know if you've, you're listening i really appreciate you so everybody please welcome max Behringer to the rpd show What? Well, what well, what is up people What's up, buddy? how are you i'm good um
1: kicking it in california where you at
0: I am in Buffalo, New York, where it's starting. Oh, wow,
1: get... Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I think I came across you when you were in North Carolina. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's when we. That's when we linked up. But you now live in New York. Yeah, I'm, I ended up moving back. Oh my home. god, bro! I thought you lived in Charlotte. Oh my I, god. I I did. I for a while for for like half a year, and then I another tour. Yeah, I started touring more, so I was like, it didn't make sense for me to be paying rent. Okay,
1: okay, okay. So for I'm some reason I thought you still lived in Charlotte. Awesome, I awesome.
0: I mean, I know a lot of people down there, so it's like I'm still I still Yeah, I got the Charlotte up. people
1: too. I went to Queen's University of Charlotte, so shout out all those people if they're listening.
0: Okay, hell yeah. I um I one of my good friends went there too. He played soccer for a year and what's the name? Uh Josh Reed. He goes by Chris Buxton. Like he's I've a heard artist. of it for sure. Yeah yeah he
1: plays the dj yeah
0: no he's like a i i don't know i i, I, I don't didn't know, know. i, 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 I like don't heard of heard
1: that name but
0: yeah i'm cold sure cold.
1: yeah it's awesome. small school small small place but great people over there
0: yeah um i know who else do i know i know nat natalie oh my god that's my baby <laughs> Shout out to her. That's she's awesome.
1: Shout out Nat Dishu. Shout yeah, out Nat she's Dishu.
0: she's great. I mean, I think she's back in Dubai now, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Doing her thing. We, uh, I met Nat Dishu like three months before we started our first year at Queens when she was still living in Dubai. We met like on Facebook Messenger. She's listening to this. I know. Shout out Nat
0: Dishu. Hey, shout out Nat. She's she's awesome. She's great singer. Great person. Oh my god, yeah.
1: dude, she's unreal. She's yeah. gonna be famous one day. So remember that.
0: Of course, I, I'm. I'm. It's. It's only. She just. She has the look and everything. Like only
1: she, time. It's only yeah. time.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, how How have you been? How's the Bay Area treating you though? I'm
1: pretty good, man. I've been in the Bay Area now like 530 days. Uh, a, a, a few more than that. Uh, but yeah, I graduated from Queens, uh, May 2019. Uh, I graduated like on a Saturday. I had two weeks left at a different coding school. Uh, I finished at the coding school on a Friday. I literally drove to California on a Saturday and never went back.
0: Wow. I love, uh, love the
1: that. that area is great. It's a totally different world. It's a totally different place. The people are totally different. You know, it's. Uh, different life, different culture, different community. People like different things. People drink bubble tea rather than coffee, you know, just like random stuff like that. But it's a great place. I'm from small town USA. I'm from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, I'm from the sticks. Like I grew up on the street. Uh, My driveway was like two miles long, just right off the highway. Wow. And uh, grew up in the sticks, just like 50 acres of land with dirt bikes on with boat and all this kind of stuff. And so, yeah, this urban life, this fast paced Silicon Valley, whatever is totally different than when I grew up in, but yeah, it's, it's going great.
0: That's amazing to hear. I mean, it, it seems like you've really found your place. It seems like, I mean, you just seem yeah, like the
1: guys shout out these guys.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, um, that's from the business you started. That's correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We can touch on that later. Uh, it's an e-commerce shopping company that I've now started. Uh, yeah, we're, we're really moving quick here in Palo Alto, but I guess we can start off by like talking about how I even got into this stuff and why I do this and all this crap.
0: Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm just all all these questions I have, I'm just curious myself. So it's, (laughs) it's, um, it's a world that I'm not as tapped into, like I'm still learning about. So how how what interested you in e-commerce and like how did oh, you cool. how did you get into that?
1: Yeah, like when I was literally twelve years old, I blew up on this website called Tumblr. Everyone that's listening to this probably has heard of it. Oh yeah, but like all these guys that were walking—they have no idea what that is. And uh, so I say that sometimes, but when Tumblr before it got sold to Yahoo and was like one of the most popular Twitter esque blogging sites, I um yeah blogged for like 3 months and one night I woke up and had like 3 million hits on my blog. And I told myself like I don't know what is happening, I don't know how it's happening, but like I want these people's dollar bills. <laughs> like I don't want them to like my stuff, like yeah. I want the money. Yeah. And I just never stopped. Um at about maybe like 14, 15, 16, I started selling small business advertisements on these platforms. Uh, I probably had like a few million followers on Tumblr and I would sell to like random small businesses in my small town in Chattanooga. Um, Some of the people may still be out there, some screen printers and uh, they would sell garments more like cheap, cheap apparel. It doesn't take so much to convince someone to buy it. So in the early days of online advertising, we could just show these people the products and nobody else was really advertising online like I was. So we sold everything like wildfire. And um, then when I was about 15, 16, I got looped in with the mayor of Los Angeles's son, Michael Antonovich. Shout out this kid. I hope he's listening. He changed my life and seriously put me on a different trajectory from the day that I met him. Um, and we ran an internet business where we sold custom apparel revolved around like a niche community. Um, I got like 500,000 followers about, about this TV show called The Office. Um, many people have heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't. I had never seen this show in my life. I had never seen this in my life, not even one episode. I didn't know who know Dwight was, any of this bullshit. I had 500,000 people on my phone in my pocket, and these people loved the show. So I did everything that I could to get the best supply chain and the best product sourcing of this brand, The Office, their product, to sell to this community that I had. And like in my college dorm room, like December the 7th of my freshman year, I sold $40,000 worth of stuff in my sleep, and I never stopped since. Wow. Um, So then I basically kind of like proved to myself that, whoa, like I can do whatever I set my mind to. I can really do this. I can run in money, just like creating things for people that they'll buy and love and all this stuff. And I just never stopped. So for like all through college, my whole time at Queens, I just basically stayed on the computer and built these communities, built these businesses, built my supply chain out um, and sold like 60,000 items in my time at Queens, um, all over the world, like hundreds of, like a hundred and something countries, some just sending one package, but shit for me, it counts. I sent it to Nigeria one time. We got a package in that country. Um, but many, many countries like the U S like 40,000 items were sent. The, uh, the UK, like 2000, the rest of Europe, like 5,000. And essentially, I was just proving to myself that like, yeah, I could do whatever I set my mind to. And there were people out there that would buy my stuff as long as I created it and got it to their doorstep on time and and all this stuff. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's not all fun and games. I mean, I was uh, working with some guys that I met at Queens and uh, it didn't work out. And I thought it like ruined my life or I thought my life was over. Um, because I lost all of this like that. Um, and that's how I found yoga. And that's like another topic that we can get into, but yoga saved my life. And today, the reason why I'm sitting here is because of yoga and because of those guys and what we went through and what they, how we treated one another when things went sour and all of these things that's what got me here. Yoga and getting through my mental heartaches, getting through this, like, through this barrier of, yeah, you can do what you set your mind to. I mean, I don't know. I'll say this. The e-commerce experience that I that I did on growing up is how I got this. But without the failure, I would never be sitting here, if that makes sense. Um, so the failure led me to yoga. And then the, um, the yoga led me to sloshare what I'm currently doing. Um, and I guess I kind of jumped past that a little bit. I did that for four years, the, the, the office and all of this stuff running it up. I traveled the world. I was somewhere every weekend. Um, I was fulfilling all these orders from my computer so we could work from wherever. And like in one night that it disappeared. I lost like my friends, my business. I lost everything. Um, and yeah, that's how I found yoga. And that's ultimately what led me here.
0: I mean, that that's remarkable that you were um, just hustling, you know, doing this in your dorm room and like you learned it. But is, isn't it crazy that like these terrible things that happen to us are like things that. Don't go our way, or what really shape us, because like oh as you said, like if that those hardships didn't happen to you, you wouldn't be where you are today at all. I mean it, that was
1: the hardships that happened to my life i'm so, yeah. so thankful it made me who I am, it allowed me to experience things that unless you go through the hardships you don't get to experience, and you don't really learn. You don't learn the lesson. Like when I was winning, making all this money, selling all this crap, blah, 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 you don't learn anything. And then like, you just enjoy it. You have fun. You go to the club. You have stuff. You have blah, blah, blah. But the second you fail, you learn all the life lessons. And it's like, okay, you're either going to turn to drugs and alcohol, or you're going to face your problems. And like, you're either going to run or you're going to face it. And um, yeah, that's in my hardships, exactly like you said, is where I learned everything that I, everything that I know, it got me here. Um, and I'm so thankful that, that what happened happened to me, um, because it was meant to be, and it was meant to happen that way. Um,
0: it's, it's kind of funny though, how life will humble you like that. And, just
1: oh my god totally Just needed it <laughs> yeah and i mean I needed it, and i needed to be removed from those people and i don't think i would have ever removed myself if, if the they world weren't had done it even, for me yeah. yeah
0: exactly that's crazy um during i'm really intrigued by like how you're able to flip the script but when you were going through like that hardship would you say that was like probably the toughest Thing you've gone through in your life or like just like oh my
1: god dude i literally thought my life was over like i don't even know how to explain it like i thought my life was over like i had everything in the world going for me i had all of this stuff and and then like in a split second i thought like seriously i thought my life was over like it would be better for me to be dead than be alive i actually felt that way
0: um i mean that's that's powerful stuff like i mean I mean, Yeah, dude. I mean, mean,
1: you have to realize I grew up from 12 years old to like 21 when this happened. This was my life. And these kids that I met like five years into it are ultimately the people that facilitated fucking it up. So it was like these people that I let into my life and all this blah, blah, blah. I let them fuck it over. I let them get... I let them, um, yeah, get get inside my skin. Um, But, I mean, yeah, when it first happened, boy, yeah, life was rough. Um, I was still at Queens, so luckily I was filling my time with school and, yeah, just trying to, I don't know, dude, it was a rough time. Um, Many people, if they're watching this, that knew me in that time, people knew that I was struggling. It was relatively evident. Um, I'm just so grateful that whatever the power inside me, I wanted to get out of it healthily and happily. And for like, so let's say December of 2018 till December of 2019, all I did every single day from the second I woke up to the time I went to sleep was focus on being happy and smiling and how can I show my teeth like how can I smile so big that I show my teeth and every single day that's all I focused on um, not work not making money not in, none of this smiling and because you have to be happy before you get this crap and if you get this crap when you're not happy this not don't even get it you know like you're so focused on being unhappy that you don't even appreciate or enjoy and so, I wanted to do the work before I got my blessings, or before whatever I was coming out to California to do, I wanted to get healthy first, and um, that's what I focused on pretty much all last year: getting healthy, getting happy, making genuine friendships and connections with people that want to support me in my businesses, and these sorts of things it's hard to find in the world um, but so basically, December 2018 happened. I was still at Queens. Uh, I was working an internship at, an action, at a small startup uh, in Charlotte called Action Plus Ideas. Shout out to any of those guys if they're watching. That's an awesome screen printer in Charlotte. Uh, they sell custom goods and apparel, and I basically put their website online. That of course, I don't, I always work for myself. I do my own thing. I build my own products, blah, blah, blah. But at that point in time, this business was like a rock for me. Almost. It gave me a place to escape and go and show people, new people that I'm so good at what I do. I know how to do it well, that built confidence in myself. And it kind of re, you know, like re fosters those ideas in your mind that like, everything's okay and everyone goes through bumps in the road and you um sometimes come across people that don't want the best for you you know and uh you have to learn the hard lessons at some point unless they're going to stay forever um so yeah and then I did that internship like January to May until I graduated and um a month before I graduated I started yoga So I would go to work at this company in the mornings, uh, like nine to one, nine to two. And then I would do a little schoolwork. I had like four credits or some bullshit. (laughs) And then um, every day I lived uptown in Charlotte, I would go home. I would park my car in my uptown, like skyscraper uh, condo, like apartment. And I would walk like three miles to yoga, listening to like mantras and like different uh, yoga style things. Um, I won't get so niche specific because if you're not into yoga, you'll have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, But I would walk three miles every day because I wanted to teach myself lessons of like, you know, I'm bitching about all this stuff in my life and blah, blah, blah. Some people don't even have a car and they walk to work every day and they're smiling and they're happy. This happened to me and I let this affect my life like this? What? So every day for like two months, I would park my car at my condo, walk three miles to yoga, do hot yoga for an hour and a half where I was like praying, chanting, like dreaming that my life be used in ways that I have no idea, you know, I don't, I want to be a vessel for success for other people to reach their dreams and all of these things. So I was doing like three, four hours a day, starting one month before I graduated of this like ritual, like prayer mantra and yoga practice. Um, and that is where I found my love for yoga. Uh, after like a month, I felt like a totally different person. And these past kind of like mental roadblocks or like uh, hardships that these people had put on me. After a month of yoga, I was like breaking through them. And I was this, I was thinking that like for the past four months I have suffered like nobody's business. And then just one month of doing this, I feel so much happier, healthier, more grateful for my life. And so I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to see what happens. I mean, what's the harm, So then, like I said, I graduated from Queens early May. I was still doing my yoga, doing my yoga, doing my yoga. And at this point I learned to handstand. Um, I graduated from the coding academy. I drove to California and now I'm here. It's the first of June. I'm driving across the country to California to chase my dreams. And I want to be the next Mark Zuckerberg, next thing. I want big money behind me to fund my projects. And the only thing that I have is four months ago, I got, I have a failed business. I just graduated from school. I have a coding degree and I have just found out that I love yoga, you know? Um, so let's live life and be happy and see who I can meet and just see what comes. And if life is supposed to have me out here, things will unfold once I get out here. Um, so halfway through that first month of living in California, Um, like I said earlier, like we talked about in the beginning of the show, Instagram has played a huge deal in my life and a huge role in my life. Every influential person that's in my life that I've met has come from this app. Seriously. Um, my businesses were fueled by this app. My businesses were fueled by Facebook and Instagram ads. This app changed my life. So halfway through the first month of living in Palo Alto, I won an Instagram giveaway for a yoga teacher training in Bali. No way. And I'm like, what? Like, I got to (laughs) go. Yeah. Like, I got to go. So I actually emailed the lady and the retreat was for the month of October. My mother's birthday is the 18th of October. So I said, hey, I just want this Instagram. I just want this giveaway on your Instagram. I'm so excited. I can't wait to come and see you and meet you, blah, blah, blah. But it's my mom's birthday and I would love if she could come with me. Is there any way that we could work something out? So they wrote back to me and blah blah blah. And the next thing we know, I want a giveaway for me and my mom to go to Bali for a month. Wow. To train with this woman that we had no idea. And So I continued my yoga practice and I continued um, diving deeper into it because in three months, I'm soon to go to Bali to train, to become an instructor. And at that point in my life or at that time, I guess I kind of thought like, okay, cool. Like I'll go to Bali in October. And if nothing works out, I will become a yoga instructor and I'll wait till I find my next product and I'll wait till I can find kind of like my next big success. And I'll just live life with l- like low income and just enjoying my life and the world around me and meeting new people and all of this. Um, so I train, train, train really hard for those three months leading up to the retreat in October. Um, In August, before the retreat, I started volunteering at Sustainable Silicon Valley, which is a sustainability nonprofit here in the Bay Area that also introduced me to investors like these guys and all types of people that I started volunteering with them one month before I trained to go... um, to go for the retreat. We went for the retreat. It was amazing. Um, my mother and I had an amazing time. My mother learned how to handstand. She's 58 years old. She can turn up on her hands. I think it's amazing. That's that's
0: incredible. I can't do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, it actually turned out that the woman that owned the yoga school, um, was little did I know going to become a very dear friend of mine and she needed help in life. And, I was kind of at a point where I was like, just recovering and just healing from hardships that I had been through in my business and in my life. So in October, when I go to Bali and I see that she's going through the same thing, I look at it as an opportunity to like, whoa, what if this is like my chance to apply the lessons that I've just been teaching myself? So I tell this woman, uh, I would love to help you and I'll do it for free. I just need to know what you need and how I can help you. How you can best use my brain to further your business. So the retreat ends on like the twentieth of October, and in the next week she's flying here to the United States, and we're in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and I'm completely redoing her yoga business and her booking schedule and her calendar, and helping her create online courses and online advertisements to essentially sell more slots on her existing retreats. So like I won this Instagram giveaway that I go on with my mom and now this lady turns into my client. And so for like a month, month and a half, we worked uh, in Santa Fe, New Mexico. She rented a cute Airbnb. I slept on the couch. We would wake up and go to the coffee shops every morning, go to yoga every night together And I was rebuilding, reprogramming, and basically uh, making her booking software for her yoga school more efficient. Um, She taught me all types of breath work to, like, yeah, fight these barriers that you create in your mind with your thoughts. And she gave me, I mean, she's lived in the temples for, like, seven years in India, and she knows all of this, like, Let's call it ancient or hidden knowledge that people have been using for like two two thousand two thousand five hundred years um she studied this this is her life, and during that time, while I was helping her with the internet, she was teaching me these things that would ultimately <laughs> they change my life. I use them every day, and it's how I smile and remain happy and um yeah, get to get through the day. I mean, um, it's just funny when I look back on it that this Instagram giveaway—that if I just never would have replied to the message, or if I never would have said yes, or if I never—you know, like—I don't even know. Uh, th- this woman played a huge role in my life. Her name is Jaya Prada Um You can look her up on Instagram, Google, whatever. Um, and yeah, she. She taught me things that I use every day um, to get through anxiety and depression and whatever without substance or without a prescription or without any of these things that society is starting to rely on. Um, So yeah, and then I came back to the Bay Area. I always have like tons and tons of projects, Um, small stuff, big stuff, like helping clients, helping nonprofits what I, I can basically sell a product. So if you create a product, I can sell it to people in the US, people in Europe, whoever your target demographic is, I can put the product in these people's hands. That's what I do for work. Um at the most simple form. That's so amazing. I came back here and I'm just kind of not like pitching myself, but just like, okay, uh, what startups around here need to sell more of their product, need to sell more software, whatever, whatever. And I was basically just getting by that way, you know, to pay the bills. That's how I would, um, yeah, that's how I would get paid. And then I met these guys, um, about, well, let me backtrack in February of this 2020. I, I, taught on Radhika, the yoga instructor. She had a 200 hour teacher training in Bali and I co-taught the retreat with her. We had like 30 people from all over the world and uh, we essentially trained them how to be yoga instructors and how to use what we use uh, every day and go home and teach the people that they know what we're teaching them. Um, So that was uh, like 30 days or so. Then I came back here and I met these guys it was just the start of coronavirus. And um, yeah, I had no idea what I was going to do. I mean, I could hang out in California. I could go home and hang out at home with my parents in Tennessee. My brother lives in the UK. Maybe I could go over there. You know, I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't have full-time employment, and any of these things. And I'm in California. These people are half crazy. And like, everything shut down, like shut down, boarded up. Like, two hour long line at Safeway and Whole Foods to buy the groceries when Corona is starting to happen. So I remember I was talking to my dad on the phone and I said, like, I'm either going to get an idea from this or I'm going to join somebody else's idea and just see what we can make of it. Like I saw Coronavirus as such a huge opportunity that to seize money of like, um, yeah, the, there's people a two-hour line at the Whole Foods? Nah, what? I'll sell them and get it to their doorstep. They never have to wait in line. They never have to go to the store. Let's do it. Um, So that's how I met these guys. So yeah, these guys, oh my God. Um Let's just get to today, I guess. So <laughs> today, tw- uh November 17th, 2020, um, I'm the co-founder of Slashare. We are an internet shopping company, basically changing the way that e-commerce works. We're funded by the CEO of Stanford University. His, power, his fund is called PowerScale. Um, we also have many uh, partners and third party facilitators that ultimately help us make it all happen. Um but yeah, we are a team of about 30 people. I have two other co-founders, a team or uh, a list of investors and many uh, warehouse-style uh, employees, marketing, I mean, the whole, the whole nine yards. Uh, we're doing it. We're doing the thing. And um, yeah, ultimately, we help people save money, Have a great experience, not wait in line two hours at the store, and pick whatever they want, however they want it, and whatever frequency they want it at. Um, So let me just give quick examples. You're Ryan. You don't know shit about yoga, but you would love to start Cool. No problem. For the, these past three months, I made a 20-piece bundle that will help you get into yoga. All you have to do is go on the store, click the button, press buy, $70. It'll be at your doorstep next week and you can get into yoga. Okay. Another example, your kids are starting school in August. No problem. I have a backpack, notebook, pencil pouch, 20 items set for your kid to go back to school. All you have to do is go on my site, press buy one time, It'll be there in a week. If you want it on reoccurring subscription, cool. Tell me at what frequency, how much you want it, uh, how many times a month you want it, how many times a week you want it. And uh, it'll be there at the same day, the same month, the same day of the month that you request every single month. Um, So again, like I said, I'm in San Francisco. If this were an apartment, this would be like a $5,000 apartment. So we go to Costco. (laughs) so that we buy a $38 toilet paper roll and we get 38 rolls or how much ever you get. And then you store the rest, the 37 pieces that you're not going to use in that corner right here, that, that price in square footage is probably like $400. So you just spent $400 to hold your paper towels? No, no, no. You tell me how many paper towels you need, what ply you want, how many you want, how much you use. And I'll get them exact amount that you use every Monday, every Friday, the first of the month, the 15th of the month. Whenever you want it, we'll get it there. Um, We have absolutely no um, subscription, like... If the package is supposed to come tomorrow, the 18th of November, and you call me today that you don't want it, cool. I'm still sending it. I'm not going to charge you and you're not going to charge the next month. You're not going to get a box the next month, but the one that's coming tomorrow, just enjoy the stuff, you know, just, just, uh, thanks for, thanks for trying us out and thanks for, um, Yeah. Thanks for giving something new a shot. I mean, essentially we think, or the rest of the group believes that say you join a new subscription service for like paper towels and you want 10 rolls a month for $15, no problem. But if you get that every month and then you forget about the subscription, it continues to charge and you get a bad taste in your mouth that ultimately ruins the brand. Um, So for now we're, totally customer first and whatever the customer wants, we get it to them. Um, we're even sending out tons of f- like free promotional items that if anyone on the show is listening and wants a free box of a hundred dollar value, send me an email barringer at slashare, com. You can pick anything on the site. I'll have it, the box to you in a week. And yeah, we're looking for like, Positive experience of whoa! I really should be ordering this stuff online, not waiting in the store. And um, yeah, we 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 want people to just try us out and, and uh, see what it's like. Um, Definitely so gonna try
0: you guys out. That's that yeah, awesome. We have,
1: we have uh, seriously all types of stuff. The I'm an expert at selling. The rest of my team has formed this global supply chain. Ultimately, like we can get any product that you've ever thought you got at a good price at the store for like 15 to 30% less on off off, automatic off rip. So like if you buy a paper towel holder on Amazon for eight bucks, like I promise you I can get it to your door in like two days longer for like two bucks. So that's how we're winning. That's how we work. And essentially, the the way that the business has started to blow up, uh, you would be surprised. But if you visit the site, many of the items are of low value, of, of low dollar value. Many of the things are like under $10 or under $15. But when every single customer is adding 15 or 20 items and you're getting cart totals of like 150 or $250 every single box, and then you sell 1500 in a week, the only thing that you have to focus on is efficiency of supplying and getting the box from the customer, from you to the customer on time. And somebody can make a lot of money. Um, And that's essentially how we're trying to scale. Um, we have large order quantities and essentially now like today, November the 17th, if we can get the supply chain focused, honed in, basically where people are getting their packages even quicker, we're not really sure what we're going to do because we don't know how we will fulfill demand. Um, we don't know how we will possibly get all of these boxes to everyone that wants them. Um. That's the problems that we're facing today. But then again, we're a startup, we're in Palo Alto, we're surrounded by tons and tons of money and these are all problems that money can fix. So we are providing and creating our proof case that right now, look, this is what we do, this is how we do it. We have an abundant amount of customers. We have people giving us tons of money every single day to get these everyday items how can we get it to them? How can we make it happen? And yeah, essentially uh, that's what we're doing. I mean, it's uh, different from what I ever did in the past. Um, But yeah, it's uh, I'm using my past experience to sell these products.
0: Dude. I mean, I'm, I'm legit blown away by, by, (laughs) by like legit, everything you just told me. Like that's your story is just absolutely incredible. I you know on my topic list I on my topic list I have a thing that says future plans question mark yeah you're changing you're going to change the world man like <laughs> like dude yeah, that's remarkable I'm trying
1: to, I'm trying to I, my dream seriously my dream is to help other people be somebody and realize that they can be anybody that they want to be I'm from the sticks I grew up and came up on a computer in my parents' basement in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. It's put your just you it, want man. to do it. If you're going to lose everything that it takes to lose, if you're going to learn all the hardships, if you're going to... I'm only here because of all the shit that happened. And everyone that's close to me in my life is like, oh, yeah, I mean... I, I don't know. It's kind of th- like you can't just be thrown into a role like this. If I was thrown into this role, I would be looking around like, Dude, what do I do? You know,
0: You'd like, be what is, yeah, You'd be-
1: what is even happening? Like, so everything for me was a stepping stone from one place to another, one lesson to another. Once I learned this lesson on to the next. And it ultimately, I guess, when I look back on it, it taught me everything or it taught me what I needed to know in order to sit right here. Um, So yeah, now today, uh, two years after it happened, I'm like, oh my God, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. And like, I'm so excited and so ready to see what the future has in store. And I'm so grateful that that happened so that I could learn those lessons. Um, But during that time, or even till like maybe five, six months ago, it definitely did not feel like that. Um, I was definitely like, what have I done to endure the wrath of God? Like what am I doing? You know, what have I done? Like every day feels like hell. Like what have I done to 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 deserve this? And um that's what it felt like at the time. Seriously, it sounds dramatic, but
0: it's what well, it felt I, like. I believe you. It's I mean um to lose it all you know I mean yeah yeah exactly to lose it all and I just knew
1: that I don't know ever since I was a kid I wanted to be in Palo Alto I wanted to be in California I wanted to be in Silicon Valley chasing my dream and doing my thing that's the only thing that I wanted really like that was my life goal Um, so I knew that when this happened, when it was either my chance to come out here or it was my chance to sulk and kind of just like, okay, cool. I'll go back to Chattanooga. I'll find a job and I'll just move on with my life. And this entrepreneurial stuff isn't for me, you know? Um, instead, I guess I just said, what else do I have to lose? How much worse can it get? I'm going, And my parents said that I was like looking at life in the review mirror and I drove to California and whatever happened was in the past. And I just wanted to get past it and go forward and build and do great things. And of course, like I said earlier, you, the person, the founder, the whatever, the person who has the idea has to be healthy. Otherwise, all these other people suffer from from my unhealthiness. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's definitely a journey, bro. It's a story. And, uh, so many people, oh my God, so many people played such key pieces in my life to get me here. It's not me. It's not all me. None of that. So many people, so many people helped me get here. And yeah, I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for that.
0: I mean it's I mean just your story reminds me of what everyone says about like trust the process you know it's the journey not the destination like
1: mm, it's so, it, it, it's it's a process and if you start to doubt it that's where you get in trouble yeah it was it's all about putting your head down focusing on your own paper why are you why was life showing me these things? That's what was going through my mind every day. Why am I experiencing these things? Not, oh my God, these things are total, like, I don't know how to explain it. I was trying to figure out why it was happening, not like, why didn't it happen to him or them or whatever? Why was the world showing me these lessons? What am I supposed to learn from this? How am I supposed to move forward and how are these lessons teaching me the way out? Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, it definitely was never glamor. I mean, it was never glitz and glitz and glamor. Um, but I made it out alive and today I'm happy and I'm healthy. And that's the most important thing to me. Um, I wake up every day at like six o'clock in the morning. Like if the sun's out, Maxwell Berenger is up. Like I'm ready to kill the day, meet people, see what the world is doing, see what the people around me are doing and how they're also impacting the world. And yeah, I mean, it was never glitz and glamour, but ultimately I got here. And um, yeah.
0: That's the beauty in the journey though. I mean, everyone will see like the accolades the you know the bright lights but they, they never will see the years of suffering and the sacrifice and really all the time that you put in you know i mean you're talking about you started this from like you started on this journey from age 12 so now basically and you're still not finished this is like you're, you're seeing a glimpse of you've seen glimpses of it but and yeah and I mean, like we
1: that- just today our lease our first day of our lease here, five thousand square foot office today's the first day we're just getting started, and uh that's the beauty of it
0: It's exciting i'm
1: like, it took ten years ten, like it's to the point now that the accolades like don't even mean anything to me. I mean like it's cool. I mean, the accolades are cool, and I know what it took to get here for me to sit here, I know what it took. So when I get the accolades, it's like, I mean, it's cool, but I work my ass off to sit here. You know, it's like people can, people are always going to have stuff to say and you say whatever you want. I know exactly what I took to get here. Like, you know exactly what it took for you to sit there in front of that microphone and overcome your fears or your whatever you may have that you have to overcome to ultimately sit in front of the microphone and do it. You know what that took. And, like, for me, I know what it took to sit here. So people can say whatever they want, dude. <laughs> say whatever you want.
0: You got <laughs> to you 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 put your blinders up. Um, Jimmy Iovine, one of the, the most successful guys, like, ever in the music business, he he has a quote saying, like, like why do you think um, horses run so fast? It's because, like, they put their blinders up and they don't look back. Like, they – Exactly. And it's the same thing with life. <laughs> and just, like, what you're trying to do. Like, I mean – I, you know, I was terrified to start this podcast. I'm not like the most outgoing person, but I, I know I had value to provide people and I wanted to, I, I I was doing it for the right reasons. And, you know, cause like I want to unfold stories like yourself and just other, you know, other people or just, you know, or just giving someone some sort of entertainment a or a place, you, you know, sure a platform, giving that yourself a platform, so. you know, um, you know where they where someone may listen and be like damn okay like life may suck right for me now but like what i heard on that show or whatever kind of like made me flip a script Inspiring.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly totally,
0: totally. you know and i'm i mean i i feel that just hearing what you to, like no lie like what you sharing your and hearing all those because you know like i mean we don't know each other particularly well and like i just see like the stuff you post and we you've stayed in touch here and there and like just, but here in the deeper level of it, it's like, wow, man. Like, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just so impressed. Like I'm giving you my roses. Like the, I'm, I'm like kudos, man. Like, I, and I know you. like, this is like just the, the very start. So I'm not trying to like praise you too much, but like, dude, you're, 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 you're like on, like, I don't know, man. It's, it's, a, it's remarkable. So that's just like, thank you Ryan. Like you I made it, it out of like this dark time because, I mean especially in today's world it's like a lot of people are going through it and like they for you to he, for for you to open up and say that they may even though they don't, may have no idea who you are or like whatever you making it out and flipping your life and not turning to like substances or alcohol or to get out of your depression or anxiety like that is just so huge you know like I that's that's really what I like you used yoga you to let it out and heal like
1: seriously letting it out i i I chose to deal with it and i think that it's a choice and that today so many people just choose to run from it not run like run but you know what i mean
0: like alcohol face it thinking
1: about anything else besides what's happening and uh it's the choice to sit there and face your problems and sit there in a dark room by yourself and say, what did I do to get me here? And how am I gonna save myself? Because no one else is out here saving you. And uh, that's what it takes. It takes you sitting in that dark room, asking yourself those questions. And uh, the answers will come to you. I'm sure many people listening to this podcast know, but any answer in life, just sit quiet and ask yourself, the answer will, will come. When you ask other people, like if I ask you a question, I'm getting an answer through your experience of life that shapes that answer. Right. That's not the answer. Ask yourself and your body will tell you what to do and how to do it. So yeah, if you're going through a tough time, that's all it takes. What did I do to get in this situation? How am I going to pull myself out? What am I going to do every day to to get out to do that?
0: Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, everyone goes through something, but it's just like, you, you got to look yourself, you know, it's, it's the cliche saying, like, you got to look yourself in the mirror and you got to like, cause at the end of the day, like you can have all these friends, blah, blah, blah. But like, do they really have your be- best, your own, you know, your best self-interest in mind? Yeah, or exactly. And like, the ones
1: that hate you look the most like you. So you
0: know right and you know and at the end of the day you just got to take care of yourself you got to what makes you happy and from what from what it seems though from going from that dark time to where you are now it seems like you know how you said you're not interested in accolades it's like it seems like you're just very interested in fulfillment and helping others which i think is
1: oh totally and i mean i fell in love with yoga i guess that's also what i fell in love with all the other stuff besides the accolades and like feeling good. And what makes me feel good? Oh, well, when I buy a homeless man down the street lunch and sit and have lunch with him, that's what makes me happy. Not like going on the, accepting an award on television or something. I would love to sit here and like meet a human and spend quality time and all of these sorts of things. And ultimately, yeah, uh, yoga led me to find um, that fulfillment is what I'm chasing, not accolades, not money, not fame, not, not happiness and health and overall wealth, not monetary wealth.
0: I love that. I mean, I, I think, I I think Scooter Braun has talked about it where he like growing up, uh, he was like, dad i just want to be like rich like how do i and then he's like well you already are rich and he's like what do you mean i don't have money and he's like well you're rich in love and it's like i thought when he said that i thought it was so powerful like there are so many more because i I don't know man it's just like so much more somebody has it all backwards like everyone thinks that you know getting famous or making a lot of money is what's going to bring them happiness but really what you know from what you shared it's just like no, I mean, and I know that's not the answer either. It's like you gotta find be healthy and, and that comes and from within no, no no amount of money or monetary value will fix what you got going on in here or in here. you know
1: it's so true. And the truth of it is if you're meant to be famous, if you're meant to be rich, if you're meant to be whatever these things that you want to be, if you're meant to be that, you get healthy and that stuff will come. The world will give you opportunities to to show and provide yourself. And I met these people who actively fund everything that we do. Like a year ago today, ten months ago today, I had no idea who these people were. You know, like, um, yeah, I mean, it's all about doing the work. Get in, get in. Yeah, getting healthy. And then this opportunity, this is presented. And then it's up to you to seize it and use all the tools that you learned when getting happy to apply it to this circumstance. Or, yeah, I mean, the, this, I thoroughly, 100% believe I was only ever presented with this opportunity because I spent a year, a year and a half on me. On becoming happy and learning how to smile and be a great guy, not 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 a rich guy or a guy that drives nice cars and what being a great guy for the world around me, and that's how this stuff is presented. Um, so yeah, I mean it's definitely yeah it's it's a journey, um, and the key is to never give up. Like oh my God, you don't think I wanted to quit every day for so long? You know, like, you know how easy it would be for me to just like go get a job? I mean, I have a college degree. Many people are hiring. It's a tech area. You know, there's jobs everywhere. It was every day. It's either like I'm going to keep chasing my passion and my dream or I can go for a job. And the key is to never give up. Never, ever give up.
0: I mean, you're not wrong. I mean... This pandemic has made like, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's like, I've almost given up not on myself, but just like on my dreams too, where it's like, damn, like I was really in this touring circuit. Now, like that may not like, when's that going to be a thing? I guess like, I'm going to move on and find something else. But then like yesterday I got, I got, a, I got it. A, like a, the universe gave me a sign where it's like, no, nah, man, like you were meant to do better things than, you know. Cause and I am like, I'm, I'm, right now know. I'm working a dead end job just to like make money. Like just cause it's like, that's what I got to do. And it's not like terrible. It's, it is what it is. Like, it's, I, I like, I, I find the way to, I find a way personally to like make the most out of situations where other people might be like, Oh, like dude, that, this sucks. But it's like, no, nah, like it is what you make it. Like if it sucks, I would you, tell telling you, yourself that
1: I would tell you to tell yourself that this job is giving you the money to fuel your dreams. So you go go to work every day from seven to four to make money, to fuel your dreams. And you're going to use all that money that you make to make something huge. And that's, that's how you have to look at it. I mean, uh, I didn't get any handouts or any of this stuff either. Uh, I, I get some people do, but you go after what you want and if what you want requires you to get a job to fund your to fund your dream, oh my god, the job is now a blessing. The job lets you live your dream and pay for your dream and get more people to see or get involved with what you're trying to scale and do. The job is is a blessing and it it is what allows you it gives you the energy to chase to chase what you really want to chase.
0: It's like the engine for the car. You know, you, you need it to start it, but it's not the whole vehicle, you know?
1: Exactly. And like for you, for example, you may never know, but like episode 35 of your show may get 5 million hits. And if you never would have done episode 34, 33, or 32, 35 could never get there and you would never have this. So like when it does happen, when episode 45 gets 5 million views, you can look back and say like, Oh okay that's why that's why this all happened that's why I got this job that's why I kept doing the podcast when I wanted to quit that it all happens for a reason you can never tell the story you can never read a book ahead but like once you finish the book you can tell me everything that happened it's the same thing once you get through the lesson you're going to know exactly why it happened how it happened and all the stuff that you learn and how you can apply it but in the middle of it it feels like, oh my God, I'm at work. I have to wake up at 6.30 and go to work. Cool. I get it. I've lived in that mentality too. But the reality is on episode 45, when you're famous and you're the next Joe Rogan, that's why it happened. That's why you had to go to work. You know?
0: I mean... You're right. You know, and I mean, and I mean, shout out to you because you're going to be episode 13. Like that's... You know, it, it's been, it's been a, like, I, I feel myself improving as I go, you know, I yeah, I'm sure super nervous yeah. at first and like, here we are, but it's, I don't know. Yeah, I, I
1: think it's, I think it's awesome, Ryan. I think it's like, it, uh, podcasting gives people a chance to share their story and everyone has a story and everyone loves to share about what they do and who they are and whatever. So one day you can be the engine or the catalyst that gets people's story told. And that's so empowering for you. You are the one exposing these people and their lives and what makes them happy and all of this stuff is so key. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's awesome. And I think your show is soon to, to take off more than than you ever imagined. Um, and I seriously wish you all the best and, oh my god i i hope the the world knocks your socks off
0: dude thank you i mean d- just for that those words of f- you know affirmation and fulfillment like i and i i can't tell you how much i made my day when you replied back you're know, like let's do a podcast and email me and i was oh, like, I'm, like i'm all i'm all on this like let's Yeah,
1: of course of course i'm happy to do it i'm happy 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 to do it and uh yeah. I don't know. I, I thank you for having me on and thanks for letting me tell the story of uh, my new company. If anybody on the show is still listening and, and wants to check it out, S-L-A-S-H-A-R-E.com, Slosher. You can build your own custom box or buy one of the boxes that we've spent the past months creating. Um, if you're still listening to this, and you want it for free, just send me an email, max.behringer at com, and I'll send it for free. Uh, you'll just have to send me back a one-minute video. If you opening in the box showing exactly your real, live, authentic reaction, how you enjoy it, how you're going to use the product, and yeah, then you can keep it for free and enjoy it. You don't even have to post it online or anything. So yeah, that's max.behringer at sloshare.com for the free box. And if you want to shop and support us and what we're doing, it's sloshare.com.
0: There you have it, folks. Max, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on and taking time out of your busy schedule just to talk that's to course, you.
1: Buddy, you know, anytime. Anytime.
0: Hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, you know, episode 113 when we talk, let's you here. know, to do this again let's in the let's... future. And it's like... Just to hear, see the growth in both of us, it'll, it'll just be great. But let's do it, buddy. Let's do it. You can count on it. Hell yeah! We'll, we'll. When that time comes, it'll come. But hey, can't thank you enough, and I wish you all the best with your company, uh, slash Air. And I'm, thank I'm you, definitely buddy. gonna check it out and do all that. So, man, thank you, thank
1: you.
0: All right, Max. Well, I'll talk to you soon.
1: Talk to you yeah. soon, buddy. Thanks for having me on.
0: No problem.